and I don't work with everybody <laughs> anymore. I don't. Okay. If yeah. it's like somebody, oh, that, oh, I have a daughter. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Okay, where's the headshots? Oh, what training have they done? Oh, but you want me to take my time uh-huh. and develop this when you haven't taken the time to do the research. Welcome to the Prince George's Daily. On this season, we will be taking a look at businesses and entrepreneurs in Prince George's County, getting insight into both the business process and the world of entrepreneurship. You will hear the stories shared by business owners and the entrepreneurs in the county, their challenges and their steps for success. Hello, Prince George's County. It's your girl, Mo Diggs from the Aconvo Mo Podcast. And today is December 13th, 2019. In today's episode of the Prince George's Daily, Dell interrogates Peggy Williams, founder of Dream Merchant Media, LLC. Stay with us after the weather and hear the ins and outs of movie making, television show development, and management of entertainment artists from the DMV. Today's episode is brought to you by the Titan Arts Award 2019. This year's event will be held at Karma DC, 5 to 9 p.m. this Saturday, December 14th. Get tickets on Eventbrite. For today's weather, we're looking at 45 degrees for our highs and 35 degrees for our lows. It's going to be 100% precipitation and 93% humidity with 4 miles per hour winds. It's going to be a pretty windy and rainy day today. Stay with us after the interview for news you need for December 13th, 2019. In today's headlines, a brand new use for Lyft in Prince George's County. The impeachment takes a giant leap forward and a kidnapping in Prince George's County. You're going to want to hear about this. But first, I sit down with Peggy Williams, the founder of Titan Arts Awards and Dream Merchant Media. This is the Prince George's Daily. Okay, let's start with Miss Peggy Williams. Can you tell me about your business? Yes. Um, currently, I have a business called Dream Merchant Media, LLC. Um, it's a talent management, sports management company um, where we produce, create, direct, and um, pitch to local networks as well as major networks as well. Okay. Uh, who are your customers? Uh, we have... Uh, former female groups uh, used to be signed to Tommy Boy Records. Uh, the, whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, who's that? Uh, it, it was Amari. Okay. It was a female group from the D.C. area. Their, uh, the group name was called Amari. And most recently, I would say not recently, but the past seven to ten years, we managed to get a female group signed to Atlantic Records. Um, and, and this is not Amari. This is a different female group. This is group. a group called Carmen. Okay. And they were based from D.C. as well. So is that like your your niche, the the female performance yeah. groups uh, from actually, D.C. Actually, DMV? I would say if I had my druthers, it would be a female group because I like the to put them together, um, see how we can develop them, and that's probably my niche. Um, but I have ran across some really talented artists from DMV. Okay, and you also manage them. I do. Um, I used to manage the groups, but now I've kind of ventured off into more doing production and television and film. Okay, so I'm really curious about this okay. managing of the groups. Okay. Um, what does this entail? I mean, what do you do for these people? 
Well, I think to be perfectly honest, a lot of times artists get it confused of what a manager is supposed to do. A lot of times uh, they think that you're a financer, meaning that <laughs> you're supposed to basically fund their careers. Um, but as a manager, what typically happens, you help them develop their craft and help them develop what either selecting music, getting them developed, um, and then kind of like guiding them through the process. You know, it's like a manager at a job. Right. You know, you help them develop their skills to move on to the next level. Okay. And if you had your druthers, mm-hmm. how would this process take place? Let's say I've got a daughter and mm-hmm. my daughter has a couple of friends and one uh-huh. of them can sing and one of them can dance uh-huh. and one of them's just pretty. Uh-huh. So they come to you. <laughs> <laughs> they come to me and be like, oh, what can I do with this? Um, I used to love being a part of that development process, but now since I've gone through that process, it's challenging. I mean, because you're trying to get someone who's have raw talent and kind of like polish it up and make it presentable for someone else who'd be interested in it, like a record label or uh, a company or branding. So a lot of times you have to kind of like see the diamond in the rough and see, okay, is this client worth taking on or if it's kind of like a waste of time? Because I find not to be shade or anything, you find a lot of not so talented artists who have their stuff together, where you have talented artists have nothing together. Right. And they just want you to take their career and be selling million dollar records and selling records of, you know, just having them a place where they're successful and they're they don't get it. It takes time. It's an effort. It doesn't happen overnight. Okay. I do have a couple of questions about this okay. when we get down the list, but okay. we're going we're gonna to get there. So <laughs> is your, your goal sort of to mother this group till you get them to the point where they can parent themselves now and well, you let them go? You Fly, hope they would, but a lot of times they still, it's a lot of hands-on because you got to make sure from makeup to wardrobe to music to traveling. Um, It's a whole list of things that a manager does, but um, you would hope that they would become independent at some point, but you still, you're like a a manager, but also a counselor. You're a babysitter. You're all these other things that you didn't sign up for. (laughs) (laughs) But you try to guide them as best you can, and a counselor, of course. yeah. What drew you to the entertainment industry to begin with? Oh, my goodness. I always had a fascination about entertainment. I used to watch television all the time from Star Search to uh, Soul Train to American Bandstands. Bandstand, which many of your listeners may not even know <laughs> what that is. But their is. parents would. Yes, their parents <laughs> met. <laughs> Our listeners will know. Yeah. <laughs> so I used to love watching watching those shows and um i come from a family of eight so uh my parents could never really afford to pay for dance classes or uh singing lessons or uh, instruments or any of that sort so um i would basically watch tv and try to mimic what was on there i would love to watch like the dances and just kind of practice in the mirror and say, oh, I could do this. Oh, look at me. I can do this. So that passion was always there. 
and from elementary school on up, um, participating in talent shows to um, karaoke contests. It was always a passion. I loved it. So that's that's where I started. And then when in, as I got older, there was hip hop competitions, break dancing. And then I fell in love with that passion. And then it was like uh, rapping, you know, being a, I always wanted to be an artist. And I saw how hard it is, and I decided, hmm, maybe this isn't for me. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I see that I see. So you are an artist. I used to be at heart. At heart. So that's why I always try to push other artists and guide them in the right direction. Can I ask what what was your medium? What was your art? Rapping. Oh, you're a rapper. I was a rapper. So if I make a beat right now. You uh -oh. can spit. I'm not going to because uh -oh. I can't make a beat. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate it. But I could spit some lyrics. Okay. <laughs> For those, uh, yeah, that's One sweet. day I'm going to be you. I'm going to be able to. <laughs> okay, so let's go back to your business. Tell okay. me about your, your typical day. My typical day. If, that, if there is such a thing. A lot of times you just go with the flow. Is from making calls to, or generally, when I get up in the morning, checking my emails and responding to any emails and just trying to be uh, strategically planning what is your purpose for that day. Going from um, thinking about, okay, how can I make this happen? That's my objective for that day. Reaching out to networks, um, scheduling meetings, uh, basically trying to make sure that um, I can get on their books uh, for that month. You know, I typically schedule it out a month ahead saying, hey, I'm going to be in New York. Or I'm going to be in L.A. Um, let's try to uh, have a pitch meeting. And typically they'll say, OK, well, if you're in town, then come through and um, we'll have a meeting. OK. Can you tell me what projects you're currently working on? Yes, I can. Um, just finished wrapping up on a film called Christmas in Carolina um, starring Darius McCrary. Uh, Kelly Williams and uh, Terrence, Terrence Shingler. Um, they were gracious enough to lend their talents to this film um, that was based in, uh, in Carolina. So, um, and okay, you gotta tell me more about the movie, though. Oh my goodness, mm -hmm. um, it's like a fully yeah feature, a feature film. Yeah, okay. I co-direct um, creative, um, creative content basically helping the writer come up with ideas and many of you know your listening listeners um i basically started here at prince george's community college did you i did yes i did i started here and um i wanted to initially it was just starting to take the certificate program i was like okay i can do this this is not hard you know just taking a few classes and then as i uh got more in uh, into it, I was like, well, if I took a few classes for a certificate, why don't I just go ahead and get the associates? Right. And then that kind of evolved to that and decided to continue my uh, education over at Bowie State University, which mm -hmm. I graduated with my um, my major. Go Bulldogs. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So. Other projects? Other projects. Other projects. Okay. So Christmas in Carolina, that's a love story. Uh, it puts you in the mindset of Harmark or Lifetime, uh, where a young lady who loses her parents through a 
or car accident. I'm not going to give you the whole story, but she finds someone who uh, she falls in love with and wants to spend the rest of her life with. So it's very. Is that Darius? I can't tell you. (laughs) (laughs) But it's a really, really sweet movie. And it's just is a faith based movie. Um, just never give up on your give up on love and uh, you can always conquer different situations just have a uh, really good communication so okay I know nothing about this industry so I'm gonna okay. ask, I may ask some silly questions um, that's okay so you just wrapped this movie mm-hmm. what happens now when will I be able to see it yeah where will I be able to see it well we basically since we fin- finished wrapping Friday this past week um it was a six-day shoot 12-hour days um after filming we basically go to editing and then after editing we have to get the scoring for the music and then hopefully we're able to pitch it to many networks to have it licensed to share on other either streaming or have a a company or a network who would be interested in purchasing or airing it. So. Okay, so we're looking probably 2020. 2020, Not 2019. Yes. No, no, not Can we get clips? Well, as soon as we get the trailer, you okay. have a clip. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, a, a, like I said, it's a beautiful story. But other projects that I've worked on, um, being that from, I'm originally from Virginia, but I reside here in um, Prince George's County. And um, I've developed a few shows called Girl Talk, uh, which is a teen show um, and uh, turn it up which it was a dance teen show and I've written other uh, projects called Springdale um, Angelina and a few other projects that are in the works you're busy yeah 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 so I seem like I geared I more geared towards uh, the youth because I, I think they are really talented and they, they have a lot to offer. So why did you choose Prince George's County for your business versus Virginia or yeah. D.C. or Los Angeles? Yeah. Uh, the reason I chose uh, Prince George's County is because that's where I reside and they have a lot of resources. And I graduated from Prince George's Community College. So that's why I decided to stay here and keep it here, keep it based here. Will that hold you back in some ways, though? Um, no, because if, a lot of people think you have to move away to New York or to L.A. Now, granted, there are many, many avenues and outlets there, but you can always fly there. You can always visit there. They're, they're open to content. So it's not like you have to up and move. You just it's basically there's production companies here that if you have a great product and you believe it, and you have the financial support, you can shoot it here and sell it somewhere else or take it somewhere else. You don't necessarily have to be in L.A. Now, acting might be your better choice or if you're in the entertainment industry because you have to have access. You have to be able to, you know, if there's a um, a call or open call for casting, they want you to be at least an hour away from because they want you to be accessible. Okay. What benefits are there for working here versus working in New York or L.A. or Atlanta? You can stay with your family. (laughs) You're always with your family. 
And those cities can get kind of lonesome sometimes because you're you're not around them. And if you're not in the industry, it's really difficult. Is because it's like LA is a base, it's a production based company area. So they have those, um, you know, their set designs. If you're creative in that space, then you would definitely be there or in New York, Broadway. So those are really good places to go if you're pursuing your career. But as far as a company like myself, a dream merchant media, it's easy to hire people to come and work on your production. Okay. Well, what do you get out of this? I mean, aside from a, a boatload of money, what, what do you <laughs> personally wish. get out of out of doing this? Because you work hard. Yeah. Twelve hour days. Yeah. Six straight days. Yeah, yeah. That's that's young people work. Yeah, it is. I think I put ten years on my life. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's fulfilling because it's a passion. It's passion, and when you have passion projects, you do not. Um, it doesn't feel like work. It doesn't feel like work. So. Are there special skills that make you good at what you do? I think skill set is more so, uh, I'm a firm believer in um, hands-on because you get that experience and you're you're in the trenches of learning. I think you can read a textbook and you can gather that information and that's why I came to uh, Prince George's Community College to get that knowledge. But once I got the knowledge, I needed to get the hands-on training. And that alone was more important than a textbook. And how do you me. get this hands-on training? I mean, we don't have um, a, a business manager or entertainment business manager mm-hmm. degree here. Right, right. So what did you study? Um, communications, uh, photography, um, radio production, um, social media, you have to know all those things about branding yourself. So you got to make yourself, um, you know, uh, uh, you have to be able to get those, get that knowledge one, but also be able to transition that into the field. Um, yeah. So all those, all those places, all those, that, that training is very important. Okay. So this is a really competitive industry. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you see as your unfair advantage um, against all of the competition that's out there. Wow, that's that's a deep question. <laughs> oh, I had um, a good question. All right. <laughs> Un- unfair advantage. Yes. Um, I would say it's it's more of it's a male driven. Okay, so if I were to say, you know, forget about this teaching thing, let's forget about this podcasting thing, mm-hmm. I'm going to become the next. Peggy Williams, I'm going to compete. Mm-hmm. So why would somebody choose you over me? Hmm. I do have glasses. <laughs> so I'm smart. That you are. <laughs> um, I think my first thought would be why they would choose me over you or you over me. Um, I think my knowledge of understanding that you got to have experience. You got to have some background. And I, like I mentioned, my background is pretty extensive in the industry because I've had some successes as it relates to the, the management side of and having that education. But um, just 
just in all, you have to be able to market yourself. And um, yeah, it's, it's a lot of work, but you have to definitely market yourself out there. You have to create that brand. And branding is very important. A lot of people believe that social media is just putting your stuff out there and just letting it go. But it's, it's a plan. It's um, strategically planned to place content at a certain time, to run your ads at a certain time. So it is definitely a challenge is branding yourself. You have to make sure you don't post things that are going to come back and bite you. So you can't do that. Okay. <laughs> so be you know, uh, mindful of the things that you post. I'll admit to having done a little bit of research, a lot mm-hmm. of research, mm-hmm. and you're being way too humble. <laughs> there are lots of reasons that people would choose you over me or anybody else. And we can start with uh, a history of success, a long history yeah. of amazing success. We can start with the way that you work with your clients and none of your clients or former clients would ever say a bad word about you because you've done nothing like that. A high level of ethics and honesty and openness yes. and you have a high level of empathy for all the people for whom and with whom you work. All of these things are well known mm-hmm. to the people who um, troll your social media <laughs> you got to be organic. You can't. Yeah. A lot of people think, oh, well, I'm a manager and I do this. But you you got to do some homework. OK, so so here's the flip side of that. Mm-hmm. So if I really were a talented person mm-hmm. or I had a talented kid, mm-hmm. why would you choose to work with your talent? My kid, child. what do what I have to bring to you mm-hmm. to make me stand out amongst all the other people okay. who claim to be talented? Well, the first thing I would advise you to do is you should manage your own child. Really? Mm-hmm. And now, see, I've always heard the opposite. Yeah, I I would, because your child is going to listen to you for one. And two, you can protect them. And three, you want to be able to say, now, what I would do is um, I would hire, be hired as a consultant and, and guide you through that process. Because one it's your child and two they're able to you know they some children don't listen to their parents <laughs> needless to say i know <laughs> but that's what i would do i would say okay well your child is very talented i would suggest get, suggest getting some headshots i would suggest if they're a singer get vocal lessons if they're a dancer take dance classes um you know continue to create their website or their social media pages and that's where i would start in the training process and understanding like this is a business you're being hired by different companies to do a job so you don't have time to say oh I don't want to do it you have to say look either you're in or you're not and you they have to understand like they're being hired for a job and so you're saying both the the child or the young person mm-hmm. and their parent have to really be hungry and really be yes. interested in Yes, committed, committed to doing it because when you get those calls and um, casting is calling you to come for an audition, you can't say, oh, I can't make it. You won't get another call. Oh, seriously. They will cut you like a hot potato. (laughs) (laughs) And they be like, well, I'm I'm glad you can't make it, but I, I will make the next call to someone else. So you have to be serious about your your passion and your career. If this is something you want to do, you definitely have to be um, committed to it. Commitment is one thing. 
So would you cut a client for their lack of commitment? Oh, absolutely. Oh, I will leave that alone. Absolutely. Well, I get cut from this interview. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's just because it's time is money. And you don't want to waste people's time. I'm I'm a firm believer at I do not want to waste your time, and I definitely don't want to waste mine. So that's how I look at it. If you want it, you got to show that you're hungry for it. That means um, doing your social media. That means getting up, rehearsing. Um, It's so many levels at being successful, but it's one is being commitment, being committed to your craft. Let me flip the mm-hmm. the question once again. Mm-hmm. Uh, what makes you most proud of your clients, of your coworkers, of your business? Um, I saw that smile. <laughs> People can't see it, but I saw it. Right. I think just the commitment, the love for it. When you have people who believe in your dreams, they it makes you happy. It makes you see that they really want to see you succeed. They want to see you do well. So when I have coworkers or clients and they believe in what they're doing, it's it's an easier push for me. It's easier for me to say, hey, you did a good job. Let's, what's next? I'm, I, I will work harder for them than anything. If they believe in themselves, I will work 10 times harder. Okay, I got a hard question for you okay, now. We'll All right. What would your competitors say about you? Mm. You've seen them. You meet at the same meetings, the same yeah. calls, the same auditions. Yeah. What What are they saying about Peggy Williams and Dream Merchant Media LLC? They're saying she's a go-getter. She's, she doesn't settle. She's always pushing her clients to do better. And um, just seeing the competition to say that well, my client was well prepared for that audition or my client was well rehearsed for that audition. That's what they would say. They would say, they, how, how can I get to her? I yeah. want her to work with me. Yeah. That's what a lot of people have said. And what would your client say about you? Ooh, <laughs> they was like, <laughs> I don't like her so much because she pushes <laughs> too hard. <laughs> they would say, they'd be like, oh my gosh, she thinks... I'm so tired. I remember working with one client and I had, I mean, after spending countless hours with her and going, doing rehearsals and picking out music and going, going to the Apollo or performing in front of a record exec. And I set her down and I said, look, I'm going to be honest. You're really good, but this is not your passion. Dancing is your passion. I think that, that you should, pursue that and we parted ways you know and now she's dancing because I didn't want her to feel like she's doing me a favor you know what I'm saying I didn't want her to feel like that she has to do it for me and no you have to figure out what your passion is and pursue that do not let somebody push you into something that you you it's not a love for it it's not a passion for it so um, so we ended up parting ways. I told her, I said, I wish you the best of luck. And that's after spending money. Yeah. Thousands of dollars. Yeah. Just to say, this isn't for you. And, you know, until this day, she's doing what she loves, and that's dancing. But I had to step back and say, because it was going to be a challenge for me to see her here and have her sing this song over and over again when I know it's not right. what she wants. So. Okay. Yeah. 
if you could do your business all over again mm-hmm. from scratch, Uh-oh. is there anything you would do differently? And if so, what? Um, I would change not accepting clients who are not serious. You know, because a lot of times you get in it and then you're kind of stuck. You get like, oh, gosh, how can I back away from this situation? <laughs> you know, then it's too late. You're like, right. you know, it's almost like going into an event and you're like, oh, I'm coming to see so-and-so. And then there's somebody else. And you're like, oh, I got to step out of this. And then you realize you can't. You got to step away from this situation. You know, you sign contracts. And I didn't have a male cl- client that was super talented had them perform different venues, push, push, push. And it just, you realize that you got to step back. And you, you have to really step back and say, this is not for me. This person isn't for my business. Oh, they take, okay. they are taking more than what you're willing to give. Like they take, take, take. And you realize, no, you, if you're not doing what you're supposed to do as your career, then I have to step back. And you find you've already signed contracts. You'd be like, look, this ain't working. This is like a relationship. You'd be like, this is not working. Um, so I think it's best for us to go our separate ways. That's okay. Contract over. Let's part ways. We're good. I yeah. see you. I see you next time. And sometimes you got to do that because you don't want to hold a person in a contract that is not working. That's to better themselves. One who's not, you know, committed to their craft. That must be really hard, though, it because is. you develop these relationships you do. and you got your money involved and got you got money, your reputation time, involved. Away from family, everything, traveling up and re- down the road. This ain't working. This ain't working because yeah. you don't see the same passion that right. I'm putting. I'm not seeing the same effort you put right. into your career as I'm putting it to you. So that's where it's like, mm, it's not working. Right. And I'm guessing now that you've done this for a while. Yeah. You have a much better eye for we need to cut ties now mm-hmm. before I've invested too much money exactly. to, to turn away easily. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And I don't work with everybody <laughs> anymore. I don't. Okay. It's yeah. like somebody, oh, that, oh, I have a daughter. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Okay, where's the headshots? Oh, what training have they done? Oh, but you want me to take my time uh-huh. and develop this when you haven't taking the time to do the research the internet you can go on the internet and youtube it there's youtube university you can get anything you want (laughs) on youtube so (laughs) me coming to me and you don't have anything that's just show me that you're not willing to put your own money into yourself so okay so let's go forward okay when you look back on your business 20 years from today Mm mm-hmm what do you think you'll remember most fondly? Oh, wow. Shooting that movie in six days. <laughs> <laughs> Until, of course, the next movie. Until the next movie. Five movie. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I would say the talent that I've come across, yeah. how talented they were, the experiences, the uh, long studio sessions, um, the travel is that you can't you can't forget because it was an experience that you you a treasure for your life lifetime so it was it yeah that was probably now i do <laughs> i must admit it was tiring it was really tiring but 
those are special moments that you'll never forget. Okay. I got another hard question coming. Okay. If there's a person out there right now thinking about entering this business, this industry, what three or five things do they need to know today going forward? Okay. Um, I usually have these things written down and I'm trying to go off the top of my head. Passion, commitment, determination. Uh, Wow. Uh, What is the fourth? Um, Gosh, off the top, I'm trying to remember. Oh my God, don't kill me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, I asked for three to five. You already gave me three. Okay, well, three. Um, Yeah, those are, you got to have, you got to have passion. You got to be determined. You got to be committed to your craft and you can't, you can't give up. You have to have determination to do this business because a lot of times you will get a lot of no's, but it only take one. Yes. Right. Yep. I think that just named the episode. (laughs) One yes. (laughs) Only one. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Is there anything else that uh, you'd like to share about your business? Yes. Yes, I do. Um, I'm also the founder of this uh, local awards show called the Titan Arts Awards, and where we recognize local talent in the DMV area. Um, is happening December 14th, which is this weekend. Oh. Um, in D.C. But, yeah, it's a peer nomination. Basically, what happens where you have people who nominate their peers for an award. And besides that, um, we just filming, finished filming the movie as well as uh, a dance show called Turn It Up. Hopefully it will air on Prince George's Community TV. Oh, okay. <laughs> and um, also uh, Girl Talk, which is a teen show, as well as... Um, any other projects uh, I'm working on, hopefully um, they'll come into uh, into having them produced and directed sometime in the near future. So those are projects. But also, um, you can also follow, follow me on the social media platforms, which is Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and um, IG. That's it, Instagram? Yeah. Yes. Okay. And you can find me on uh, Dream Merchant Media, LLC. All right. And is there a website for the, the Titan Awards? It is. Uh, www.titanawards.com. And where exactly are they being held this year? They're held at Karma, Karma DC Lounge in DC. All right. Did I miss anything? Um, I don't think so. I think we covered everything okay. also. Yeah. And we'll put your contacts, um, your websites, and uh, our show notes. Yes. So anybody would who would like to see can yeah and follow me. stalk you the That's way okay. that I do. <laughs> you can follow me on IG. All right. I, if you follow, I'll follow back. All right. Thank you, Miss Mrs. Peggy Williams. Thank you for having me. Owner, founder, manager, CEO <laughs> of Dream Merchant Media and the Titan Awards. Absolutely.
But in other news, a woman was kidnapped Wednesday night from her Waldorf home and forced to withdraw money from different area ATMs before she was left on a roadside in Prince George's County, Maryland, officials said. Now, the sheriff's office is looking for her stolen car and asking the public to help identify a suspect. The woman was found in Akakik, Maryland, near the intersection of Akakik Road and Gardner Road just before 4 a.m. Thursday. She told the Prince George's County police officers that she had been abducted around 7.30 p.m. Wednesday by a man who was already inside her home. According to the Charles County Sheriff's Office, the man then forced the woman into her car and drove her to different ATMs so that she could withdraw money from him. He then left her and drove off in her car. Next up, some residents in Prince George's County, Maryland, who live too far from a full-service grocery store, could get a ride courtesy of Lyft. The ride-hailing service has partnered with Capital Area Food Bank to launch what it calls the Grocery Access Program. It aims to help those living in food deserts, a term for areas that lack a full-service grocery store. Too often, it means diets without affordable, healthy food, said Rada Mathia, the food bank's president and CEO. A quick trip to the grocery store is something that many of us take for granted. But that kind of easy access isn't an option for thousands of neighbors, she said. At this just in, after 10 o'clock this morning, the House Judiciary Committee has approved two articles of impeachment against President Donald Trump. The charges now go to the full House for an expected vote next week. The abuse of power charge stems from Trump's July phone call with the Ukraine president, pressuring him to announce an investigation of Democrats as he was withholding U.S. aid. The obstruction charges involves Trump's blocking of House efforts to investigate his actions. Trump has denied any wrongdoing. Today is December 13, 2019, and you are listening to Prince George's Daily. This podcast is brought to you by Prince George's Community News and Prince George's Community College, celebrating over 60 years of offering the highest possible standards in college education for the county and the region. Visit us at pgcc.edu. The opinions expressed on the Prince George's Daily Podcast do not necessarily represent those of Prince George's Community College, its employees, or its affiliates. The producers of the Prince George's Daily Podcast are Heavenly B, Maude Desai, David Smalls, Joshua Boykin, Brian Green, and Chandra Durham, and is executively produced by Dale Roten. Tune in tomorrow as we continue our discussion on businesses in Prince George's County. This is the Prince George's Daily.